You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Andrea Schwabi. Debt can happen to anyone. Circumstances vary about why and how much debt happens, but in this episode, we want to focus on a circumstance of debt rather than a type of debt. When I say type of debt, I mean top-level collections categories like corporate, estate, retail, or government, and then all the subsets of collections from all those. MetCredit CEO Brian Sommerfeld believes collections is a people business. Far from being heartless automatons, MetCredit collectors are trained to identify helping strategies for a variety of circumstances. And one of those circumstances is when debtors have equity in their home, but are cash poor and can't get a loan because their credit rating is so critically bad. MetCredit often refers these files to Jade Samarja. We talked with Jade about how he secures short-term consolidation loans with home equity so debtors can rebuild their credit. And he shares tips on how to rebuild your credit if it's bad or maintain it if it's good. We spoke to Jade Samarja on his phone from his office in the GTA. Jade, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, buddy. I appreciate it. So first, tell me your, your title and where you work and what you do. Okay, well, I do a few things. However, um, the main thing that I do is I'm a mortgage broker um, with Canadian Financial Solutions. I'm actually uh, a partner with the company. Um, I also own two other companies, one called Balkan Investment Corporation, um, which is an investment company. And the other company is um, BarrySecondMortgage.ca, which helps out um, you know, the Simcoe area here in Ontario. So you're mostly based in the Golden Horseshoe, Toronto area? Yeah, correct. But I also um, licensed in British Columbia and I were licensed in Alberta as well. Um, and we deal all over the country. Does MetCredit essentially refer people who are in debt trouble to you? Um, that's exactly what they do. I mean, um, you know, as MetCredit is a collection agency, um, individuals that have fallen, you know, in, into a hard time, um, you know, they, they have the ability to uh, see these people's credit bureaus. Um, and then what they do is they will advise them, hey, listen, I have a couple options for you, me being one of them. And they'll, have, um, they'll refer them to me to help them uh, with consolidating their finances. So this is really when MetCredit has come up against a collection that is probably steeper and uh, a lot more than sort of the average $200, $500 debt. And yeah. they really are in serious trouble and need to just take a whole bunch of debt together. Tell me a bit about the circumstances around debt, uh, debt consolidation. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I think when, you, when you've fallen behind on credit card debts and you have collection agencies calling you or you owe money to CRA, you know definitely you need to consolidate at that point. Um, so really when, uh, you know, the, these collectors are contacting the clients, um, these clients, they're not necessarily all in, in bad shape. Some of them, you know, have great paying jobs, but have, you know, racked up their credit cards to a point where they can't afford them anymore. Um, you know, and they've kind of taken out too much credit where they're having to pay payments here, there, and there. And with that being said, obviously it causes a hardship for the client because they forget they have to pay this or they have to do that. 
Right. Is but, it is it mostly you know, credit card debt that people find you know you're finding people get into? No, it's it's everything. I mean, you know, a parking ticket. It's and then to say a line of credit debt or something as such. Um, it, it's everything. I mean, collections is a vast world. Um, you know, when you owe somebody money, they want their money, and uh, yeah, it's it's something I've discovered during the podcast is really uh, debt doesn't discriminate. It's it's very egalitarian. I mean, you know, you can have a Mercedes, you can be driving a Lada. It doesn't matter. Yeah, trust me. You know, I never um, really thought much about you know debt in in the sense. Sure, it's a problem, but I never really understood how big of a problem it is. You know, until I got into this business. I mean, there's people that own million dollar homes, two million dollar homes, and on the outside, everything looks great, but you know, on the inside, it's it's a whirlwind of trouble. If you, can you talk a bit about debt consolidation and just what it is for people who aren't familiar with it? Okay, well, obviously, people again, they've fallen, you know, into a whirlwind of credit card usage and maxing out, um, you know, all of the credit that they have accessible to them. Um, their lines of credits are maxed out. I mean, they're overextended everywhere. And to consolidate, that means to wrap everything up into one small monthly payment. You know, if, if you were to go to other companies that offer unsecured financing, okay, those interest rates are much higher and it's much more expensive for, for the client to consolidate their debts in that world. I mean, what what interest is it of you to go and put yourself into a 36% interest loan to consolidate all your debts? It doesn't make sense. Now, would a okay. bank would a bank be offering that kind of interest rate, or who would be offering that kind of? Well, number? no, but but these clients wouldn't wouldn't be accessible to banks. Oh, okay, because okay? these clients these clients have less than perfect credit. All right, um, so you know, sure, you might have a twenty year relationship with the bank, but that twenty year relationship goes out the window as soon as you have an R nine on your credit bureau, and an R nine means that you know it's, it's past due and it's in collection, it's been written off by the creditor. Right. Okay. Um, banks don't want to touch anybody that has that type of rating on their credit bureau. Right. So, um, you know, for me, myself, I help these individuals who are homeowners, okay, consolidate all of their high interest debt, like their 19.99% credit card or their 21.99% credit card or even their 12% credit card, whatever it could be, or line of credit, whatever it is, into a much smaller easier payment to handle. So just say for instance, okay, you have a $5,000 credit card mm-hmm. maxed out. Okay. And you're, you have to make a monthly payment of that $300. Okay. That's just the interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then say you got a $7,000 uh, line of credit where you got to make, you know, $250 um, payment and that's just interest. And then you got another one, say for $10,000 um, that say, you know, at 21% and you got to pay, you know, yourself, I don't know, 800 bucks a month or 700 bucks a month. Maybe you get some principal off it. Okay. So that's around $30,000 per se. Okay. My $30,000 loan would only cost $300 a month. So is okay? that just how you structure it with the lenders that you use? Correct. Okay. Exactly. 
this this is this is to help the people fix their current position i mean it's not worth it me putting somebody in, in into a loan where they're not going to be able to afford it and not be able to consolidate everything okay because we want to fix the issue we don't want to create a bigger problem the single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination with every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. Right, so you're trying to keep them in circulation and keep their money in circulation. Correct. So you've, you've got a process in converting people's home equity into a consolidation loan. The first step is the application and consent. So talk about that. Okay, well, the first step is actually the client connecting with me. Okay. Okay. So say somebody like MetCredit or, you know, the different agencies that I deal with, um, you know, the collector speaks to them. So, you know what, honestly, sure. Um, you, you know, the process has a lot to do with me, but it also has a lot to do with the agencies that refer the business to me because these collectors need to be educated also on the process. Mm -hmm. And that's why I try to get out to the different agencies as much as possible to educate these collectors. Okay. Um, so the first step is the collector connecting the client with me. All right. So when the collector does, does their job successfully, they'll be able to connect the client with me. So the first step, yes. Okay. Is then the application. All right. So with the application, uh, obviously, you know, I take their name, their social insurance number, um, their date of birth, where they worked, their previous employment, um, you know, what assets they have, what liabilities they have, the current mortgage that's on file, um, if they have a second mortgage or whatever secured against the property. So then with that, I'll be able to see exactly how much equity I have to use based on those numbers. Then once um, I've determined whether or not I can assist a client, step two, would be to order an appraisal. So I order the appraisal and I, I get a hold of a lender in the meantime. Okay. I say, Hey, uh, Mr. Lender, you know, I got a property here that's worth, you know, $500,000 and I got a $250,000 first mortgage. They're at 50% loan to value. Listen, I need 50 K. And as the appraisal is being worked on, I'm working on getting the financing in place. All right. So as soon as the appraisal comes back, I can forward off the approval documents to the client. Me and the client can go over them. And then we go over them and I send them off. Um, once I get them signed back to the lender's lawyer, they work on it. They go to sign with the lawyer and it gets funded. Okay. So, and, and how long does that usually take? Well, look, I have an extremely fast legal team here in Ontario and in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, in British Columbia, sorry. I, I, I can, I can turn deals in three days. Two, oh, three days. Okay. Okay. And Very quick. So can you talk quick. about the lenders that you use? I have, I have, I have many different uh, lenders. I, ha I have many private individuals um, and I have different corporations. I mean, um, some of my lenders, actually one of, one of, one of my lenders that I use quite frequently, um, he's actually a chartered accountant. Okay. He's a oh. CA. This is, this is what I mean by helping clients with the lenders that I have. He actually will help them rebuild their whole financial profile. So he can get his money out in a year's time or say we have to renew the loan for another year, say two years time, but he helps them get themselves back on track. So they can go back to any bank that they need to go to, or they can go anywhere they want to per se. Okay. Um, 
my lenders are very educated. I mean, you know, they're, they're not people um, that are out there to take advantage of individuals. Right. Okay. Um, I, I know that the, the name mortgage broker sometimes um, it has, has that, that bad stigma attached to it. Oh, they're loan sharks. So they do these things or, or this or that. Um, that's, that, that's not what uh, I pride myself on being. I pride myself on, on helping people and getting them back on track. And that's why I have the success I have. Um, can you talk a bit about the terms of the, the mortgages that you provide and, and how you structure them and why? We can do a mortgage in, in many different ways, but the first way is you do a one-year term, okay? Interest only, okay? The reason why it's interest only is to keep payments cheap. These clients that I'm dealing with right now, they're already in a world of trouble. I mean, they're making payments every which way and they're missing payments every which way. Why? Because it's too expensive for them. With this, we consolidate all the bad debts into one small monthly payment, which is yes, interest only, but that's allowing us to start the credit rebuild process for these individuals. So I didn't realize that that was basically it. So you're, you're doing a loan for a year you're getting the yes. person to just pay interest so they don't pay any principal at all, but that basically gets them mm-hmm. back into a credit that rebuilds the, the credit bureau so they have at least one page and then they go from there. Correct. Yes, but that, that's that's one way of doing it. I can also amortize it as well, meaning that you're paying off both principal and interest. Okay. However, say we amortize it over 25 years on a one-year term. Okay. Depending on the interest rate because – you know, my first mortgages private start at 4.99%, okay? And my second mortgages private start at 6.99%, okay? But, you know, as you go to a higher loan to value, which means you use more of the equity in the property and you're getting less security, the interest rate rises up, okay? So just say you have a mortgage for, I don't know, um, say $100,000, okay? And, you know, the interest rate is, say, 10.99, okay, or 9.99. If you amortized it over 25 years on a one-year term, you wouldn't be paying off a lot of the principal. So it really wouldn't make sense for you to do that, uh, to have an amortization for a one-year term, okay? Um, It's not like you're dealing with an institution where you pay off so much principal and so much interest over, say, a five-year term, and then you can renew again, okay? It doesn't work like that. Right. These loans are for shorter durations. So what you're, what you're sacrificing in terms of, of uh, the principal and not paying down the principal, you're actually getting in that credit rebuild because it doesn't really make that much yeah. of a difference anyway. No, no, not really at all, exactly. I mean, listen, if, if, say, say out of that $100,000, you might pay off maybe, I don't know, maybe $1,000 versus 10000 in interest. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not really worth it for you. You know, ultimately the options are so limited that what you have to do is rebuild the credit. And I guess, that, is that part of the education process or is there an educational component to this when you're dealing with your clients? Yeah, exactly. So I actually published an article um, and it's all over LinkedIn and things as such. Um, but what it is, are, uh, what, what the article is about is about steps on how to rebuild your credit, do's and don'ts. Uh, and I will assist a client and I will educate them throughout the year's term of the mortgage. I will have monthly follow-ups with them, 
say, hey, what are you doing? Have you taken out any new credit? Um, you, you know, we need to, to tell them what they've done wrong so that they can fix it for the future. We know the terms of the mortgages. It's about a year. And we know that it's interest only so that people can start rebuilding their credit rating without having to worry about paying back that principal. So talk about three or four things that people can do to really take proactive steps to rebuild their credit. One, pay off your debt, pay your bills. That's that's the biggest, it's the biggest number one thing that's going to help your credit improve no matter what. Just every month, pay your um, debts. Pay your bills. Yeah, exactly. Um, otherwise, you're going to have collection agencies calling you. Um, you're going to fall behind. You're not going to be able to afford the payments. Pay your bills. That's it. Good advice. Um, <laughs> ensure that you remain under 50% utilization. So what I mean by that is if you have a $10,000 credit card, please don't spend over $5,000 on that if you can't pay it back. And why, why is that 50% okay. magic? What's, is there, what's, well, what about that number? Yeah, because after 50%, you become a liability to the bank. Okay. Okay. And your credit score will actually start to go down, not up. Oh. Ensure that what you, you use, you pay off each month. Okay. So say you have a credit card that's designated for gas for the month. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to pay that back at the end of the month. Pay back in full. Okay. That's going to allow your credit to jump right up. Do not spend what you can't afford. Okay. Don't spend what you can't afford because if you spend what you can't afford, that's a recipe for disaster. Always. You know, I remember watching this show. I don't know if you've ever seen it on TV where they follow around um, some girls or some guys that, um, you know, rack up their credit card debts and they're, they're in a world of trouble. They got an image, you know, sure their image, it seems like they, they're, they're really, um, how do I say, um, they, they look elite, but their bank account is not elite. Trust me. Right, <laughs> okay. Because they spend more than they can afford. Pay your bill before the due date. Always pay your bill before the due date. Okay. Um, and, you know, pay more than the minimal payment. If you can't afford to pay the full thing off, pay at least double. Okay. So if, if the interest is just $100, pay at least 200 bucks, 250 That'll at least take care of some principal and that'll do wonders for your credit. Cool. That's actually great advice, you know. <laughs> like if just, you know, whatever your interest is, double that number. And then you're at least chewing into that that principle a bit. What's the biggest thing that you see that you want people to know about uh, credit? You need credit. You know, cash is not king anymore. You live in a world where credit is everything. And if you don't take care of your credit, you're going to be in a world of trouble. So I got a question. Why do you do what you do? I have a picture hung up in my office right now, and I'm looking at it while I'm talking to you. And it's of a family, and then me beside the family. And the child drew it for me. These people were in were in debt out of their yin-yang. I'm telling you, like, you have no idea. And I went to meet with the family in person to go over them with the documents, to go over the documents with them. And the daughter gave me this. She said, here, this is you and this is the family. And um, I almost cried, literally. And uh, yeah, that changed my, changed my perspective on why I do things now. I do it because I help people. Everybody pay up. 
That's all for this episode of Overdue Advice. Thanks to Jade Samarja of Canadian Financial Solutions, and thank you for listening. MetCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at MetCredit. Visit Brian Sommerfeld's blog at blog.metcredit.com. It also includes useful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. We want to hear from you. Subscribe, like, or leave a review to the podcast, or share it with a friend or business associate. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice is the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrea Schwabi. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.